Previously on A Gay and a Non-Gay. What's your kink? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your kink? Uh, I, have lo- I have loads of kinks. What, what are yours? I quite like it when a man disrespects me. <laughs> That's kind of a kink. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. God, someone's drilling. What? Who? Is this a gay joke? <laughs> Probably not. Do what? you use that term? I have done. Really? Give me Dan. an example of, of a sentence where you would use that. I, Dan, I can be quite mask for mask. Okay, okay drill me daddy. <laughs> I can actually hear this drill now. That's so funny. <laughs> that was literally on cue. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Hi, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm Dan Hudson, I'm non-gay. He's James Barr and he's gay. There is something quite hot about DIY. Like what? I don't know, it's just like the tool belt, the bag of tools. My boyfriend has a bag of tools. I find that quite a turn on. Do you? I don't know why. Yeah, I guess it's something to do with um, men fixing things. It's just hot, isn't it? Have I ever told you about the plumber? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's awful, that story. But... I invited this plumber over and I was like, oh, I'm in my pants. What? I mean, I didn't invite him over. Sorry, he came over to fix he came over to fix something. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Did you plumb him? No, not at all. He just ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you are into, isn't it? As you've said before. What? Being ignored and disrespected. <laughs> Did that get you going even more? <laughs> okay, listen, hearing you say that back to me is awful. What? I can't believe I've said that. It's so bad. Have you noticed how sometimes the things that affect us in life the most, for me anyway, the things that are like bad for my mental health are also the things that kind of turn me on? Like someone disrespecting me? Why would anybody want anyone to disrespect them? That's awful. I really don't know. That's why I don't really, I don't still fully understand that. Has the drilling stopped? I think so. Okay. This podcast is truly DIY. Wahey! I just want to give a big shout out to Brittany, who has thanked all of her fans at the LGBTQ plus community. Did you see this? She made it sound like we all live in a community center together. To all my friends at the LGBTQ community, happy Pride Month. You guys bring so much heart, passion, and articulate everything you do. Because of you, I've had the best nights of my life. I love you so much, it hurts. Happy Pride Month. Baby, be quiet! Is it supposed to be funny? Let me ask you this. Can you tell me why, Dan, for five gay points, I have a problem with Britney's message? (laughs) No, not really. Um, Wow. Okay, cool. I mean, is it because she's acknowledging that she's taking something from the LGBT community without giving anything back? Is it something like that? I don't think it's fully that, but I guess that's part of it. It's more that she's saying the reason she loves us so much is because we've given her the best nights out of her life. And what's the problem? Well, I mean, I, I feel like she's, I'm probably being really sensitive, so tell me if I, I am, but I feel like she's reducing our plight to just being really fun. I honestly don't get the ongoing obsession with Britney Spears. What's so great about her? I think as gay people, we really enjoy someone that's had a hard time and come through the other side of it because we relate to it. So when we see an icon like Britney Spears having a 2007 we tend to relate to that and they become a champion of queerness in the same way, I guess, that maybe Madonna has. Name some other icons to me. Tina Turner. Tina Turner, yep. Is she? 
Are you kidding? Babe, Tina Turner is like a legend. Well, put it this way. Every time I go to a gay venue, which is normally with you, you just hear the same tunes in the same order. But wow. you, I, no, you do, though. Like, it is what it is. I never walk past a venue in Soho and hear, you know, undercover agent for the blues belting out. I mean, I wish I did. A gay and a non-gay. You know all this stuff about J.K. Rowling defending women's spaces and coming for trans people. Well, I realised yesterday that I followed her still. So I've now unfollowed J.K. Rowling, which I'm incredibly happy about. I was following Graham Linehan for, for a long time. What? Because, because... Are you joking? No. He's another one of the cis squad coming for trans people's rights. And he used to write Father Ted, a comedy. Is that right? Is what right? Did he used to write Father Ted? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I followed him for that reason, like, at the start of Twitter, because obviously I love Father Ted, or I did, I don't know if it's been cancelled or not. I mean, here's the thing, do I still like Harry Potter? I guess I do. I mean, currently... Am I allowed to still like it? It's difficult to know, isn't it? Well, exactly, and there's a whole debate raging as we speak about David Bowie. Um, Anyway, I was following Graham Linehan because I'm a fan of his work, or I was, and then as this trans stuff started to kick off a few years ago... I was like, shit, I, I, think I, like, I think I still follow him. Because you can follow people for years and not realise if, if it doesn't come up in your feed. Do you know what I mean? I don't spend hours on Twitter. I just sort of go I mean, on there wow. and go off. The fact um, that you were still following him just makes you such a bad ally. <laughs> <laughs> My niece Ella yesterday, she got out her copy of Harry Potter. <laughs> she had all the Harry Potter books there. And she was like, I can't wait to read these, Uncle James. This is Harry Potter. Like, I'm really excited about it. And I was like, oh, no, this is not good. But, what do I but, do? At least this might sound like s- semantics, but this is kind of how I see things. She's got the physical copies of the book. So by her reading them, she's not necessarily supporting her or giving her Absolutely any money. Not. No, like, of course not. Even if she was like, they're beautiful books and they've inspired a lot of LGBTQ plus people to be themselves and to fight for what's right. And so as far as I'm concerned, that's her legacy. And as an author, she might be undermining that separately in her Twitter feed, and I hate her for it. But it's that whole thing, you know, separate the art from the artist, right? And her books, her writing back then has helped people and will continue to. Just don't look her up. Isn't that almost the exact opposite of what you were saying around one of the fairy set of New York episodes, one of the many ones? <laughs> That is just such a flawed argument. Like, oh, if it was from the past, you know, like we shouldn't censor it. Yeah, we should. We should absolutely censor it. Get rid of it. Because you like Harry Potter and you, <laughs> J.K. Rowling gets a free pass, basically. No, no, that is not what I'm saying. Shade. Right, I want to talk about conversion therapy again please, today. Please. No. No, listen, this is really important because it's still legal in the UK and it's doing my head in because Dan and I recorded this documentary last year and I feel like since then it was so traumatic I maybe didn't do anything about it. We promoted the series a little bit and talked about it here, but I don't feel like I've done enough. And I've noticed now that this awful man who attempts to transform people's sexuality in Northern Ireland has used our picture on their Instagram as a way of kind of promoting their quote-unquote service. And (laughs) it's really really affected me and i do not know what to do because we constantly get messages from people saying that we've helped them that they've listened to our podcast and we've helped them and yet here's this man in northern ireland using our image to advertise conversion therapy now we've reached out to the relevant people to try and get this removed but 
it's just upsetting me that this is still allowed to happen and that his organization is a charity and that the government are promising to get rid of it but haven't yet and they've waved this carrot in our face like cool yeah we're gonna get rid of it and then a year later they're like yeah yeah yeah, we are gonna do that and then a week after that they're like yeah yeah no sure that's still coming but they haven't actually done anything and i'm talking at 100 miles an hour because i'm really passionate about it but can we just get this done already and is this something we should be doing dan to to make this happen <laughs> don't huff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things that we, we could be doing at any given point. Write to your MP, write to your representative, sign the petitions. But that doesn't feel like enough, does it? I've made noise on Twitter. We've talked about it here. I've signed petitions. I've shared petitions. I just don't know what more I can give. And I suppose that's the other thing. And I bet a lot of people listening are feeling it at the minute. There's so much to protest about. There's so much wrong in the world. It's quite exhausting. And um yeah. Pride was really interesting and different this year. And in some ways, it was kind of amazing. I went to the Black Trans Lives Matter protest in London on Saturday. And I kept calling it a parade, which is hilarious because it obviously wasn't a parade. But that's what I'm used to at Pride. But Pride is meant to be a protest, right? And that's how it started 51 years ago. And it was amazing to be there protesting for trans rights especially with everything going on. So I haven't written to my MP about conversion therapy. And the reason is that I unfortunately had to email him a week before about something else. And because of that, I'm like, well, I can't now email him about, about conversion therapy because it's going it, to, he'll just think I, I emailed about everything. And therefore it, it lessens the um, impact of both A, my issue and B, the conversion therapy. Sorry, hold on, wait a second. What was the, what was the first email about? It's really boring. Is it about how you still don't have a blue tick on Twitter yet? <laughs> Spill that tea. Let, let's not get bogged down in that. I I have an issue. I emailed my MP, so I can't now email him again for at least a few weeks. I can only really go go with one battle at a time. I don't in, think that's true, Dan. I think you I think can. it is. I think if you if you're firing off emails every every week about something, then it lessens the impact of when you really want to ram home a point. I really just want to shut down this Instagram account, the conversion therapy one. Yeah, I I I didn't. And not even just the Instagram account. I mean, that sounds so flippant. I I just want to end. This just needs to end, Dan. I I didn't realize this bloke had Instagram. Um, but I looked at it this morning and I did notice that all the comments are it's all people posting Lady Gaga lyrics and and whatnot also lol that you didn't think he'd have Instagram of course he has Instagram he is an (laughs) ex-gay as as he would put it if anyone's gonna have Instagram it's the gays but he's not exactly posting like thirsty photos or whatever you want to want to say is he (laughs) well maybe he is on a secret grinder profile who knows there he is now Do you want to talk about my tweet? Well, you do. So go ahead. (laughs) Dan did a tweet the other day that loads of people found funny. It popped up on one of my favorite meme accounts. And I was like, oh my God, Dan's famous. Uh, The tweet said, well, it was a quote from BBC News about the fact that the UK lockdown restrictions had eased and you could now join up with another household. So Dan's tweet said... Who are the two lucky households that now get to hang out with each other? It's a very visual tweet. Yeah, that's why I'm sort of struggling with talking about it. So I've screenshotted something from the BBC article that says, and I quote, two households in England will also be able to meet indoors and stay overnight with social distancing. And then I have retweeted that saying, I'm waiting with bated breath to find out who the lucky households are. Because it's written as if it's only two. But didn't you spell bated wrong? 
Didn't you spell it B-A-T-E-D or something? And it's actually B-A-I-T-E-D. No, I spelt it B-A-I-T-E-D. And it is, in this context, that is a spelling mistake. Wow. Um, Dan. Is... Dan and Talia have a go at me all the time about spelling things wrong on the gay and the non-gay accounts. Now, I am not particularly great at spelling. I'm almost dyslexic and I'm, I'm okay with it. Own your truth. Accept your flaws. I don't care if I spell something wrong. But Dan will frequently tell me that I make us look dumb if I spell something wrong and have a huge go at me as if it's the end of the world and then force me to delete Instagrams or tweets that have already had up to 50 likes because I spelled something wrong. Explain why you haven't deleted your tweet. Well, because it was too late, wasn't it? Once once the wheels have started rolling on, on the retweets and, and a couple of like high profile people retweeted it. So Wow. Okay. It's it so too think, late. Do you think maybe they didn't care about the spelling mistake either then and actually spelling mistakes in twenty twenty are okay? No, because this is quite a relatively niche word and I actually only realised it was incorrectly spelt whatever. In, in this context. Because somebody pointed it out to me, and as soon as they pointed it out to me, I was like, shit, yeah, you're right. But it's as I said to them back, it's too late now, isn't it? And actually, you only know it's a spelling mistake because someone pointed it out to me on Twitter. Otherwise, you'd have had no bloody clue. Okay, so wait, hold on a second. What are the spelling mistakes I've made that are more significant than the one you just made? Well, you called the Westboro Baptist Church the West Borough Borough Baptist <laughs> Church. Do you know what? Just shut up. They don't deserve their name to... 